listeners, I'm Z. And I am Ash. And welcome back to Mistakes in the Making podcast, aka our platform to vent about how confusing and difficult it is to be in your 20s during a pandemic and have nothing figured out. Damn, that makes my life sound like shit. That one sentence is so true, but like, ouch. Yeah. It is very confusing, and Mm -hmm. it's not been a great week for either of us, has it? We've had such shit weeks on, like, the personal front. Um, So many L's. Do you want to discuss any of your L's? Absolutely not. Well, I'm just going to say my (laughs) L, then. Um, I applied for a job, and I was fairly confident that I would get it. And Mm -hmm. I interviewed with a very lovely lady, and then I didn't get it. And (laughs) that really hurt. Oh, we're laughing through the pain. (laughs) (laughs) It's one thing to, like, get rejected from a guy. Guys are trash. But, like, when you get rejected from a job... Oh, it's much worse. It's personal. It's really personal. You're like, I did the best that I could. Is the best that I could not enough for you? Oh, it really hurts, especially considering this was with like a luxury brand. And I went on YouTube and I like searched up what all the employees had to say when they worked. Then they were like, oh, yeah, they would give us like bags for free and give you a 70% discount. And I was like, I need this in my life. (laughs) So do I. I need your discounts. (laughs) Oh, dude. So this is like, it's Mm. either. Okay, it's one. It's like, it's like a Louis Vuitton level company. And the employee said that apparently whatever shoes were not sold, they would give all the employees uh, the chance to go to a warehouse in the middle of California. And then all the shoes would be on sale there for like $75 a pair, just so they could get rid of inventory. Zara, there will be another job that gives you free shit and makes you happy. I hope so. There will, there will. I can do like, you know, 80 hour work weeks if I manage to get like a luxury handbag. At I the don't end of the think week. that's legal, but there will be something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, America. Anyways, now we might have had a very shitty week, mm-hmm. but there's someone out there who's had a worse week than us. Yes, let's focus on that. Yes. <laughs> Please. Why focus on our pain when we can Honestly. focus on someone else's pain? <laughs> Are we horrible people? Or is yeah, this but just like everyone what is, humans do? They? This is what humans do. We're just honest about it. So we're honest people. Okay, that <laughs> makes me feel better. Go on. <laughs> well, have you heard of the influencer Rohini Elise? Yes, I have. But please explain. Well, Rohini Elise actually is a really pretty girl with a very Indian name because, <laughs> as she puts it, her parents are quote-unquote hippies, a.k.a. they practice Hinduism. <sighs> and that by itself is fairly problematic. Want to explain why? Uh, okay, um, so I think it basically just boils down to two very different sides of the coin. Um, the first is when, you know, you're following the religion because you genuinely believe its practices and way of life. And that's chill, you know. Um, but the other side of it, which I think is what we tend to see a lot more in the West, and I don't mean to generalize, but it's when, you know, one follows the religion through a very, like, whitewashed lens that's, like, really exoticized 
and essentialized and you know it's just like good old white people trying to be like a little pretentious and unconventional and very hippie like like you said uh which is problematic as hell there's no way around it exactly <laughs> it's a very basic example of cultural appropriation at its core oh, very not basic bro like 100% it is it is but um we can't really blame Rohini for that that's her parents decision so it kind of gives you a little bit mm. of a understanding of who she is as a person but she her bio very... though her bio oh, yeah. mm, that we can't blame her for Rohini like panini uh um... that's really problematic oh go on <laughs> yes but we can't really like put her at fault for how she was named but yeah. what we can put her at fault for was the shit she did last week and before we really like get into the meat of this episode i just want to say that asha and i actually enjoyed listening to ruhini's podcast called acting my age mhm super super chill um we thought we yeah. really like got to know her and we did like the person that she was yeah what turns out shit is different and i'm just like how did we not spot this i don't know i'm kind of exactly. mad at myself like her name was a red flag honestly like we said we can't blame her for it but like what she's da- i don't know go mm. on let's let's get into it to be fair something never sat right with me about her and i thought maybe it was just the name thing but i mm. couldn't blame her for that but i suppose she always had a layer of pretense when it came to her mm. and surprise surprise someone on the internet pretending that something when they actually <laughs> a whole other thing ooh Wait, what if what if people say this about us though like that's the thing like we do a podcast as well true but i would say that we're honest about it we are very honest about the fact that what people listen to on the podcast is like 5% of our lives we have a 95% that we hide or like you know just don't want to talk about it and don't want to share and that's yeah. really fair because it's our business and yeah, it's what we want to do Indian, you know yeah add something not gonna lie Um also if I'm going to be real that 95% of our lives are, is really really boring and wouldn't be entertaining. <laughs> Anyways, hmm. um back to Rohini. So she kind of, you know, always like spread this message of positivity, peace, tolerance, love. Mm-hmm. Well, she also spread a, a really big message about, you know, we need to all stay at home, be safe. This pandemic is still going on. and while preaching that message she decided you know what i'm going to turn 23 soon might as well go celebrate my birthday and go to mexico woo <laughs> now she went to mexico with her husband and her friends and she was like you know just chilling in mexico despite the fact that mexico has like an insane amount of cases mm. and people were dying there and keep in mind people are dying from this pandemic and she decides to post something on her instagram a photo of her on a yacht in mexico saying last night we skinny dipped in the ocean at midnight and i don't think i've ever felt more alive <laughs> we're not going to lie though all of us want to be doing that but we're in a bloody pandemic and if you're an influencer i'm i'm like this gets me mad this gets me mad if you're an influencer and you're saying one thing and doing the other then like how can you not expect people to react the way they did like exactly. if she was like bro fuck it like i have an opportunity to travel and this is what i need 
then I guess her followers would have been like, okay, yeah, I hope you're, you're like having a good time, you know. But the fact that she was like, oh my God, this pandemic, like we're all in this together, you know, let's stay safe, let's stay at home. And then fucking like this party in Mexico. Like, I don't know what, what, what to say. It's really bad. It's- and it's also just, I feel like the fact that people are dying and her caption is, I've never felt more alive. Mm, it's in such poor taste just the juxtaposition of that like here's what i was doing i was reading up and i was watching youtube videos about you know influencers going out Mm. during this pandemic and like traveling to the bahamas or dubai or whatever Mm. and someone put it really eloquently and said that back in the day before the pandemic people would see Khloe Kardashian and Kylie with their new Louis Vuitton bag and they would be like, oh, wow, yeah. uh, Kylie has a new Louis Vuitton bag and I can't afford it. And they would somehow like just praise her for that, for having like, this boss rich lifestyle. Mm. But now during the pandemic, when you see like Kim Kardashian flying her family out to a private island for her birthday, it's yeah. like, oh, Kim Kardashian can afford to keep her family safe and live a fancy, luxury, bougie lifestyle. And I can't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've all been guilty of like, you know, putting them up on a pedestal, whichever sort of celebrity or influencer we follow. But like, shit changes when life changes, you know, like, this pandemic has been hard for all of us. But like, it's just easier for some people but like it's not nice to rub it into people's faces like oh I have money I'm gonna chuck it like we get it you're rich you can afford that sort of lifestyle you can afford to like get the best health care and fly private but mm-hmm. why like how do you think people who first of all you're there because people like you and follow you but do you think by doing this, people are still going to like, you know how they're always like, oh, you know, we want to be more relatable and like, we're just like you. Well, not, yeah, not really. I don't know. I just, yeah. What do you have to say? I agree with you. I feel like you like went on a tangent and like said <laughs> I five different things. I but I agree with every <laughs> single thing that you said. Like, it's just really upsetting when a lot of people can't afford to have this lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then put you on a pedestal and then you go and have this insane lifestyle when people are like suffering and dying and what makes it really bad when it comes to Rohini is that her whole appeal was as you said the fact that she was like a relatable spiritual bohemian girl and now said relatable girl is just doing unrelatable shit but what really bugs me about her is that she didn't have to post anything. She could have just been like, oh, I had a lovely birthday with my lovely friends. Yeah. But instead, she went and posted like a hundred stories, two posts, and all of them were just about how she was having an amazing, magical time. Um, And she was like tagging the resort she was at. And I was like, see, this is just kind of weird because you're using the pandemic as kind of like an excuse to go on like this amazing trip. And act mm. like nothing's happened. And she's clearly going there at like an amazing rate because of the pandemic. Which yeah. kind of just makes it all the more worse. And it's one thing for her to go on this trip. It's another thing for her to post about the trip. But mm. what really I want to talk about is the backlash she got. So of course, yeah. people seeing their relatable queen go on an unrelatable trip, mm-hmm. they got pissed and they were like, excuse me, lady, there's the pandemic. You said it yourself. Or have yeah. you forgotten that, yeah. hello, the pandemic still exists? So 
then essentially she got a lot of backlash and what she did was just turn off comments for like her recent post from her trip mm. and she made her podcast account private and then she decided to really write a really profound and thought-filled essay where the gist of it was basically i can afford to go on a trip all of you are haters and cyber bullies you guys aren't concerned you guys aren't holding me accountable you guys are just being haters that's essentially like a fucking thousand word essay synthesized in five sentences like yeah. it's unreal i sent you this essay do you want to read out the first like paragraph the first two lines actually for our audience let me open it up okay it starts with this what a joy it is to have found myself cancelled yet again The way I type this might make it seem I'm saying this in a sarcastic way, but I can assure you I mean it wholly and sincerely. So fucking condescending. So bro. condescending. <laughs> you don't even need to read this whole article and you'll get, sob story. You'll get the gist of it. <laughs> so in the first two paragraphs, she goes and says, "Oh, I've been cancelled. I can use this as a learning opportunity." And then in the next ten paragraphs, she victimizes herself and says, "People are being really hateful and rude and just using me as a, a target for all the hate inside of their hearts." Mm. which is really not true. I just want to quote this line. Go ahead. Cyberbullying is now an ancient relic of the past, left behind in our middle school textbooks and stern warnings from our parents. It's disguised in a new and much deadlier mask. Accountability. Dum dum dum. Lady, are you okay? Uh, honestly, honestly like no one should face hate but i don't think people were hating on her i think people were just being honest about how they felt and how what she did just like made them hurt and angry and i get it like you know if you make a mistake like it would have been nice for her to like hold herself accountable and be like oh you know what guys i'm so sorry like i projected myself to be this person but i'm actually this person and like you know work on it but instead like she's just like defending something that she knows she's done like wrong i feel like we know a lot of people like this in real life also like it's we not just do. an influencer thing very true i just feel really bad for all of her fans if i'm going to be completely honest because mm. i would say the trolls are people on the internet that have a lot of hate in their heart and oftentimes if like an influencer does something scandalous their fans will still support them but then yeah. other people who don't follow them will go to their page and they kind of like pile on them you know what i mean yeah 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 but Whereas in over this here, case her fans I yeah are, i think yeah. it's her fans that were genuinely concerned because she does put herself on a pedestal i don't know if she was doing this consciously but she implicitly would make herself seem like heavenlier than thou she made herself mm. an aspirational figure you know Mhm. Mm-hmm. So people wanted to be like her. People wanted to emulate her angelic energy. And then yeah. when they see their perfect idol angel do something that's very against the rules and very problematic, mm-hmm. they get upset. Yeah. And then they tell her that what you're doing is wrong because they think that they have a connection with her that she wants to do the right thing. And yeah. instead they find out that she doesn't want to do the right thing. And she starts to antagonize them and in some way gaslight them by calling them trolls and haters and saying you have hate in your heart yeah and i feel like this pattern is found in like so many different aspects like even religion 
a lot mm-hmm. of like cults also you know start off with a holier than thou like follow me i am knowledgeable and then you know when you see the cult leader slip it's like mm-hmm. oh fuck and then they lash out at you or even like governments like politicians this is exactly what they do very true and, and in many ways her following mm-hmm. is like a little bit of it's a bit culty when you think about it when you think of all you know the healing crystals and the radiant energy and the astrological signs that she yeah. focuses on <laughs> it is very culty indeed yeah true <laughs> like if you had to define a cult like this is not like too far off you know true that very true mm. but there's always a silver lining to every story Mm-hmm. And the silver lining in this is that she turned off her comments. She made her podcast page private. So people still needed a way to vent and express their concerns to her. Yeah. So what did they do, Ashna? <laughs> Please tell us. <laughs> well, they went on her Apple podcast page and they decided <laughs> to leave really spiteful comments. And some of them are spiteful. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. But others are just frustrated others are simply concerned for her and her well-being mm-hmm. and most of them are fucking hilarious <laughs> okay well so i just sent you the link and i'm going through them and one of them really like sums it up well white privilege influencer if you want the cliff notes she's just a young white girl living in her bubble of privilege tweeting racist remarks traveling Wait, during what? covid yeah apparently she did that traveling during covid and her husband is a trump supporter so there you oh. have it oh oh mm? oh yeah oh. apparently she said something um about black lives matter and how i don't know i feel like you're either for it or against it and i pretty much agree with that but she tried to make it seem like oh there's there has to be like a middle ground and i'm like how can there be middle ground when people are literally against the existence of other people you know i mean that's not a middle ground kind of issue no, that's absolutely a very extreme not. issue absolutely not and i guess people would like respect your political views or whatever but then don't lie about it you know Like I'm sure mm-hmm. you can find some like empty no-brained followers that actually support Trump and don't support BLM. I'm sure exactly. you'll find your niche, but like leave us <laughs> people with brain cells out of it, you know. Honestly, I feel so bad for her fans though because when I read these reviews, it's mm. not of people that want to destroy her. It's of people that are shocked that their idol is doing something so horrible yeah. to them. Yeah. Like um Someone said hold her accountable. According to a Reddit post, she has apparently held some sort of contest to flood mm. her reviews with positive comments. No idea if it's true, but it tracks. I'm truly sickened after seeing her tone-deaf Instagram post traveling to Mexico in the midst of a pandemic and then seeing her continuing to ignore the outrage that's coming from her following. But she's never felt more alive naked on a beach in Mexico while being served by people of color. Uh, would it would not mm-hmm. recommend this negative energy in 2021 bye <laughs> i feel bad for her following yeah well i do and well first of all so many problematics with not just her but like white people in general going to what they label as these third world countries to be served by people of color um until just like holiday and enjoy its mm-hmm. beauty 
but only really enjoy its beauty when on holiday and just otherwise criticize the shit out of these countries and also may i add going there during the pandemic um most of them are not like following quarantine rules and just like spreading more covid to places that really don't need it um anyway tangent uh but yeah i do feel bad for her following and i guess like it just becomes this thing where you're following this toxic person and like very consuming true. their content that just doesn't i guess make you feel good anymore and you don't want them in your life anymore and it just kind of becomes like this breakup where you have to unfollow them and it's like super cathartic though but it kind of sucks at the same time cuz like you invested a lot of time into them yeah like honestly the idealization process involves so much time energy and commitment because you look at a person and you're like wow this person is great i need to be more like this person you aspire to be like them yeah. what they say means a lot to you and you assign a lot of value to them and then mm. suddenly they do things that goes against not only what you believe but what you think they stand for and you expect them to realize this and kind of change but instead they double down and make you seem like you're the bad guy and yeah uh. yeah and you know what like in real life on social media we follow people we love and people i guess that inspire us and like just like uplift us but then there are also those people that just like leave you feeling a bit stale and like their images or words just don't like make you feel happy anymore like their lifestyle and like their taste just like leave a bad taste in your mouth and yeah this happens to everyone like we all go through it and you're just no longer happy to like be with that person and in her case like their captions everything it's just like gloating and exactly. maybe they get like too materialistic and their personality is like a little ungrateful for like the things that they have and you know like people often forget where they started and why they're there which is because of people around them and people that follow them and then you know what there just comes a point where i feel like it can go either way like you have amazing people like we had nena on the podcast you have amazing human beings like her and then you have the other kind that just like maybe this is part of their lesson honestly like what else to Truly. say but I don't know. I sometimes worry that you and I could end up becoming like Rohini over time after doing more and more episodes, getting more traction. Like when we started out, honestly, we would get like what seven listeners yeah. in a whole week and we were like, "Wow, seven people listened." And now we've reached a point where within an hour of dropping an episode, we get so much more than that. Yeah. So, it's kind of crazy and I don't know. I feel like sometimes I worry that we might become like tone deaf and unrelatable but then i think no you and i have such good values and we have each other and we keep it very real behind the scenes <laughs> so i don't so worry so modest <laughs> <laughs> are you like rationalizing or like no no I, no but ashna if i said something problematic you would tear yeah. it down and then I'd, if you did something like hit like your wild, head and be like what the fuck like shut the fuck up <laughs> And if you did something wild, I'd be like, "Excuse me, lady, who do you think you are? Come on, come back down to earth." <laughs> so I think we're good, and we yeah. also have like a solid set of like friends around us. So. Yeah, and family who just exactly. who are like fucking honest, like about oh, every my mom single did not thing. Like the last episode, <laughs> she was like so much about poop. <laughs> 
Hey. <laughs> I kind of agree know. with her, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um. Just going back to your point, I feel like once you find a crack in your idol, mm. it's really easy for the whole illusion to shatter just by that one crack. Yeah. Because then you start to see more cracks and you start to see more faults. And one of the comments on her podcast review really like illustrates that. So someone said, give your support to someone else. I had been a pretty active listener, but over time, it just became more and more apparent that her spirituality is just whitewashed and appropriation of Buddhism. Never really had anything constructive to say and often seemed really out of touch. Luckily, there's a lot of other influencers who I would rather support. Yeah. Isaiah, that girl had like a very good realization and perfectly summarized it. We ramble for 27 minutes. I I don't think I make sense anymore. You know, like we record at the end of the day. That's what like, the recordings are there for, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I feel like we like should practice this in real life as well. Like we really should. It's not just about like influencers. This pattern is like in almost every human. I feel, and some people like have the power to like learn and change, and some people don't. And if you gotta leave them behind, just leave them behind, honestly. Yeah, which is kind of sad, because, like, initially when I listened to, like, a couple of Rohini's episodes on her own podcast, I was like, oh, this girl, not my cup of tea, but seems nice, yeah. you know? But, yeah. like Drake said, when your idols become rivals... <laughs> just shut up, bro. <laughs> just please. <laughs> Can I, I cut that out, please? Dude, oh my god. Mm. I was so bored once during work that I was like messaging my roommate Ambika and I was just like oh I'm reading some really insightful articles and then she was like oh really inciting articles like what and then (laughs) the article that I was reading was um how to get Drake's attention Speaking of like articles, I did this really lame thing this week. You know how like you and I were like talking about how shit our week was. I was like, let me Google like what to do when you've had like a rough like shitty week. And maybe Google would would, like give me some answers. And I came across this article that kind of makes sense. Do you want to like go through it with me? I've read like two Yes, send it to me. Okay, so the article is titled Having a Rough Week, Brilliant and Easy Ways You Can Turn It Around. So I'm going to move to number two because number one is kind of lame. Um, so, okay, the second one says stand like Wonder Woman. It may sound weird, but research suggests that the so-called power poses can actually improve your mindset. They help you feel more in control of your world and boost your confidence. I kind of get this. Because this week, like, even though it was horrible, like, I still found time to, like, you know, put my makeup on and, like, wear cute clothes. And I was, like, looking at myself in the mirror and being like, yeah, life is shitty, but, like, I don't look like shit. And I just, like, it felt good, you know, to, like, just look at myself in the mirror without sounding too conceited. I mean, I get that. There have been research on power poses, but I feel like I need to try this because right now my inner granny is just kind of like, ah, (laughs) this seems like some white person nonsense. (laughs) 
I kind of get this though. You know how like you just do shit for you that like makes you happy. Yeah. And like sometimes being dressed up and like just appreciating yourself is just like it's gold. Like I'd rather sometimes I want that over like other people appreciating me. So I can just boil it down to stress depressed but well dressed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I am actually reading the third point. Forgive yourself for your mistakes. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, everyone would. A podcast about it. So exactly, like what we do. Agree. Yeah, we forgive ourselves for our mistakes, then say it out on a podcast and monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing, no. <laughs> yep, it's actually pretty good. Okay, the next one. Prioritize and schedule. I have to tell you guys that. Okay, tell has them. Tell them. Like legit proper schedule like to every 15 minutes it's like written and I get so many calendar invites for every small thing we do and not gonna lie in the beginning I was like oh this is a little extra but it's taught me how to like manage my time so well because like now I just have everything on my calendar and it's just the most satisfying thing (laughs) ever um no but back in the day I used to go to paper chase and buy those like planners and I would write down precisely everything and then I lost it at school and I swear I felt like my life was in chaos and then I was like I need to switch to google calendars <laughs> but yeah my friend Vedika sometimes like she like took my laptop and she basically went onto my google calendar and like every week she left like a really hideous heinous thing for like in my to-do list <laughs> so I went to college and I was just like chilling living my life and then suddenly I get like these really weird notifications uh, <laughs> a begin plan to rename Berkeley University of Pingu Manilal <laughs> stop pretending i have a personality (laughs) big boss audition contact puja (laughs) revisit the spelling of hotel have i learned anything in the past 14 years and yes i could not spell hotel wait how do you spell hotel h-o-t-e-l but back in the day i would spell it h-o-t-l-e oh hotly want to go to hotly yeah <laughs> wait and then there's more wild weekend ahead time to make some slime and do some crime <laughs> apply to join singapore air force first parsi militant yo <laughs> yeah oh that was a cute oh. shout out to vedika she's honestly one of our like earliest and strongest supporters it's very cute i didn't know who rohini was until vedika was like mm-hmm. hmm, something sus about this girl yeah we love to have you on Vedika yeah and to anyone who's like a Rohini like listener and you guys are thinking of like jumping ship hi we could use the support (laughs) (laughs) anyways so there you have another crackhead episode by Zara and Ashna yeah that's it from us we have something very exciting coming up so stay tuned and that's a wrap Thank you.